this week on The Smoke Break, we talk about guilt and shame, dealing with news fatigue, and what we wanted to be when we grew up. Check us out every Sunday on Shady Pines Radio from 9 to 10 a.m. Today is January 30th. We are live with The Smoke Break. I'm your host, Joel Pal Zane, here with Josh Cruzan. Howdy, y'all. And Amanda Lynn Deal. Hey there. So... Every time we try to smoke, smoke this off, every time we try to start this off, we smoke a little bit and then we, uh, we ask each other, what are we excited for? Um, so go ahead. What are you excited for, Amanda Lynn Deal? What am I excited for? Um, I'm excited for, I have, so I'm part of this other radio show called The Rogue Apostles. It's on KXRW in Vancouver. And my friend James has been producing a bunch of shows and uh, comedy and drag and like drag brunch shows and stuff. And I was very reluctant. This to, is the dragon comedy. Guy, it's right? not dragon comedy. It's not like a fire breathing dragon comedy. Okay. Um, it's drag and comedy. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yes. Some of them breathe fire. Some of them breathe fire. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty dope. Uh, still not dragons, but you know, you can't get everything you want. So... Yeah, I was very reluctant to be a producer and I was like, if you want to do all this, I'll just show up. Uh, just because I've tried to do like group projects with a lot of people and I've usually been the one like doing all the work um, or just like it falls apart, like people can't do yeah. it. So I've been like producing and hosting a lot of stuff like on my own and it just, I didn't want any more on my plate and this show is great because... I'm part of this and you guys, you know, already had it kind of set up and sure. now I'm doing like the Instagram, which is good. So I'm like still contributing in some way. Yeah. But with that, I just like didn't thank believe. You for that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're it's kind of least I live. can do. It's kind of least I can do. I feel like. What's but, the Instagram real quick? Um, it is the smoke break pod and it's on Instagram and you should follow that. I will be updating some stuff on there, like little clips and letting you know when we have new episodes and they're on Spotify. So you can follow all of that. If you miss something, you can definitely check it out. We'll tell you who the guests are. We're taking some photos so we can have some promo with our regular hosts and then getting photos of like our guests on there too, like headshots and whatnot. So we can promote them. You can see my pretty face because you don't even know what I look like. Yeah, exactly. People kind of get to see what you look like. And like Elizabeth Draco, my best friend, we've had her on here. She's a health coach. So you can kind of like promote her too. So kind of cross promoting like our different uh, guests and stuff and also putting like a, a name to a face for us too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, James was saying he wanted to do all this and I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he's been actually doing it and now there's so many venues in Vancouver. Um, there's Underbar, there's Kirkpatrick's, there's Orchard's Tap and then there's Escape. That's our longest running venue and that's um, the third Friday of the month and there's a drag brunch after that. And that's a great gay bar in um, that Portland. That was the place in high school because it was the how loud underage people were. So, so there's an escape. Well, there's, it's different because there's an escape that was like an underage club. Okay. And a lot of my friends and people brought it up, and I'm like, no, 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 it's not that. This okay. is like this. Yeah, it's like a legit bar. Twenty one and over. But there was like a, a club for eighteen and under. Yeah. Like they didn't sell alcohol, so there was like a little dance club okay. in escape. All my or they might have sold alcohol. Like a but juice bar you where you're like, oh. I think that there's like hours or stuff that were like dedicated for it or something. Yeah, I think like after ten, then it was like maybe twenty one and over. I only went there like once or twice. So I don't because uh, <laughs> I've had people make that same <laughs> like, connection. So. Um, but yeah, it's, it's getting more uh, traction and he basically wants to make it to where we make money off these shows and we build ourselves up because X-Ray wants to pick us up and it would be really cool if we could do this as like a 
job. Like every day I record like an episode, like on the radio, like morning radio show. And then we do these shows at night and then, um, you know, I can do my other comedy stuff and kind of like just do things in the entertainment industry. I still love working with kids. I might try and see if I can keep some of that, but it would be nice to have the balance, but it'd be also really exciting to, to be able to make this your thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's what we all want to do. Hint, hint. Yeah. Uh, episode number 28. Yeah. Give us money. Because <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I it's it's hard when like you have a dream and a thing you want to do and you also have a passion that's like, you know, exciting. Um, but then those two things, it's like you have to, I've been realizing I have to really be careful because I can't just work with kids and do comedy. I have to work with kids, take care of myself and then perform yeah, comedy. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The older you get to, the more of like, you have to like make sure you're still taking care of yourself. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's more you realize that you can kind of give a lot more when you're a bit younger, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's away from me after a while. Yeah. yeah well, the amount of times that I used to be able to like go into things drunk and like still <laughs> like like get drunk the night before, wake up, and then still do the thing I needed to do. Like that's something that like I could do before. The, but just the thought. Besides the fact that I don't drink, but I mean, just like I remember trying to do that. Just like even recently, and it was yeah. just like, what the f- like. No, yeah. it's hard. You can't spread yourself that thin in both like, you know, childcare and comedy are like a thing that I'm giving. Demanding. Well, and I'm giving instead of like, I mean, I, yeah, of course I'm getting something out of it. Like I enjoy spending time with the kids and like hearing their fucking funny stories. And I love, you know, doing comedy, make people laugh, but all of those are still like me putting out a lot. And if I'm not getting things back as far as like quiet time and, you know, taking naps or taking a bath or like mm-hmm. just taking myself out to dinner. I like doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then I get really overwhelmed if I don't have like a break between them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I would like to be able to make this more of a career or at least just have like something steady that like I enjoy. So I don't know. We'll see how things go, but yeah. I'm excited for February. I have a bunch of shows featuring and headlining. I'm going on a little tour to like Idaho and Montana. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to just, uh, have this time in January and all my shows got canceled to have yeah. self care. And now in February, just be right full fucking speed ahead and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Cool. And that's like, you know, something could happen, like just the possibility of change and like, mm. you know, you, you just the idea of new prospects and being able to choose them. Not, like they're not just like, random like you know they're going to be happening so you can kind of yeah or you just dragged it in from like last year where it's just like oh yeah this is just something that like i i've been doing so i'm going to continue to do yeah and there's a lot of exciting stuff that opportunities and different venues that are approaching us or things that could happen uh, as far as money and like just kind of promoting ourselves and our show and myself and my comedy so i will talk more about that on our future ones when things unfold but yeah i'm excited to see where it goes well hey hey i'm excited to hear about it here first yes excellent uh josh go ahead Tell us what you're excited for. Uh, for the first time in a long ass time, I'm actually excited about video games. Video games? I know, right? I haven't heard me talk about that in a minute. Dude, I honestly haven't. <clears throat> because there hasn't been shit. It's been a huge lull. 2021 okay. was a garbage ass year for video games. Um, but yeah, um, Elden Ring is coming out soon. Uh, if you don't know, it's the Dark Souls guys, and it's a big ass open world. Um, super excited and had more excited about that than any game than you yeah, no i remember you getting like super stoked about it and uh i remember like video games is kind of like what brought us together it isn't kind of what brought us together it's exactly what brought yeah. us together like if uh if amanda hadn't dropped me off at gamestop this this whole <laughs> smoke break right here when, that's true you know what i mean like mm-hmm. video games is what brought mm-hmm. us together um 
<laughs> so it's yeah it's super fucking it's cool that uh i hopefully we'll have something we can play you know that's yeah. gonna be not just fucking call of duty because i'm not only saying I mean, the people who make call of duty <laughs> but call of duty and the people who play but call of xbox duty. bots them it's so exciting um because <laughs> yeah. i'm a more reason to hate xbox um <laughs> and uh i mean you can play elden ring with me it's multiplayer Hey, it's a Dark Souls game though, so you won't do it. Nope, never um, mind. I just processed that. I fucking hate those games. Horizon Zero Dawn 2. It's not Zero Dawn. Horizon 2. Horizon sequel 2. Dawn. Zero Dawn uh, is coming out, which is one of my favorite <laughs> games Dawn of all time. <laughs> so, yeah, those are two coming out very soon, and there's a couple coming out in June that I'm excited for. So, yeah, it's just it's nice to be excited about games. I've been kind of just going through the motions of playing them when I'm bored, not really excited about yeah, them. Yeah, um, No, that's awesome. That's and awesome. We're starting to make more videos. Like, that's the plan. So I can potentially... I'll, I'll stream Elden Ring. Like, shit, that's... Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I need Dude, yeah, you're super. Yeah, you're super good at video games. I, I, I feel like I would follow you as a, as a streamer. Um, just because I enjoy watching you kick ass at shit. You yeah. Know? Um, it's fun. Like if I'm just like playing a game, like you don't even pay, you're not paying attention to what I'm playing. And then you like look over a second. And you're just like, holy shit. I'm yeah. Just I'm just like, that's what the fuck you're doing over there. It's insane. <laughs> like he's so like it, watching those two play video games makes me not want to play fucking video games because it's just like, they're both so good. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I know that I'm not that good, but I didn't think I was that bad. It's like the ones we're really good at. We're really good at Like I'm not like amazing at every game, like fighters and stuff. Yeah. But like, but yeah like Zane was playing Gundam with me for quite a while and then like I was like it was after we took shrooms and I I was stupid good on shrooms at that game I like my eyes glazed over I forgot I was playing and I looked up and I'm like I died as I like noticed I was playing and I looked and realized I hadn't died like in 15 kills I was like 15 and 0 which you normally get like three kills and die two times like for Dang. the whole game <laughs> <laughs> and he's just watching play he's like they can move like that and I was like oh, that, that makes right. me feel pretty good yeah, no, I, was, yeah I was like holy shit I didn't even know this could be played like this um, that's funny you say that because I remember playing video games with you Zane and I was like I don't want to play video games because you're too good so you found someone that made you feel that yeah, way yeah exactly it all came full circle it all came full I'm circle I'm really bad at video games yeah exactly which means that Amanda is still the My worst bar's low I'm like you can't Killed someone and get shot in the head. Dang it! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just yeah excited to have something to look forward to. Yeah, um, that's yeah. awesome. Awesome. Well, it's yeah. also kind of been nice to like not care for a while. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm realizing it doesn't. It's not like. I need to find other avenues. I need to work on my models and stuff. And, you know, like we were talking about last week, painting. Um, I want yeah. to start working on those more instead of just being like, I'm more, I'm going to play a game. Like, I need to channel that energy because yeah. it's literally just me wasting time and I could be doing other things. Yeah, no, you're a smart dude. You're a smart dude. And that's why I enjoy being able to uh, share your, your personality with people and just the things that, that you, you have on your mind because you're just, you're incredibly smart and it's, it's cool to see the ways that uh, you apply it to things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I appreciate you appreciating me. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, yeah. well, what are you excited for, Zane? Oh, oh, me, me. All right. Well, let's see. What am I excited for? Um, I'm excited for uh, getting over being sick. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, I didn't even know you were sick until Taylor's like, "Oh yeah, I didn't think he was gonna be able to do the show because he was sick." And yeah, Taylor no. messaged me. It was very sweet. He was like, "Have you heard from Zane? I've heard from him." And like, maybe he passed out. And I was like, "I don't know." He messaged at like two a.m. Maybe he's okay. Yeah. And so we both were like, "Wait, is he okay?" So we both like kind of reached out, and you're just like, "Oh, I've been passed out, exhausted, sick." Yeah. Well, yeah. And like even even Angel and Reese, my roommates, were just like, "Hey, have you been?" Yeah. It's, I don't know what I got, uh, but the the 
whatever it was, if it wasn't uh, Corona, mm-hmm. then uh, it was, then I don't want Corona. Mm-hmm. You know, because, yeah, because it was just like. I haven't even called Corona in a while, just being honest. Is it kind of Corona. Well, it COVID? just, yeah, I guess I, that, that, people I called it both in the beginning. I, I guess, never had it, so I didn't know what to call it. it was, I don't know, like, I guess I just heard people call it COVID more. Corona so yeah, You're not wrong, I just was like, oh, throwback. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what is this, 2020? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an old man. Uh, I got the corona. I got the corona. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever it was, it was, it was terrible. Um, so be fucking well. Vaccinate, fucking. Um, yeah, no, I'm vaccinate. still. It's been two, three weeks almost, and I'm still fucking exhausted from it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm glad to be feeling better. Um, and honestly, I'm glad that it took a fucking week out of me because I don't yeah. think I would have stopped. I don't think I realized that I was just yep. continually going mm-hmm. until it fucking <laughs> until my body shut down. Talked about. I don't even think I got yeah. sick. I, <laughs> I'm gonna listen back to all the smoke breaks, and it's just gonna be me being like, I can't believe I burnt myself out. I can't believe I burnt myself out. I can't believe I burnt myself <laughs> out. Yeah, right. <laughs> even though it's been uh, the case every time. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, the forced vacation or break from life. Not a good one, but just like you don't have anything to do but rest. And sometimes your body's like, just sleep for two days. Yeah, don't yeah, go anywhere. Don't check make yourself sick from just exhausting yourself. Yeah, yeah. and I think I did because it was like I had released my EP and then I was like, all right, well, I have to have videos that would go with all this. And then it was just like it was constant. And then it was like, mm-hmm. now I have to get a manager. Now I have to. And then I did like three shows in one week. Like I haven't, you know what I mean? That's I like the before times kind of stuff. That was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was like, I was literally 2019 just, throwback yeah, again. Whoa, yeah. Hey, back when, <laughs> before Corona. Um, <laughs> 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 but it was just, it was, there was just so much going on and I felt like so happy to be doing anything that I was just like, oh, well, if I stop, then I'm not doing enough. And then, you know, so I just like worked myself to this point of like, my body just like fucking shut down. And like, I like, I couldn't even wake up and like go through my phone and like plan stuff. And that's usually my go-to is like, yeah. Oh, well, like yeah. if I can't do anything, I can at least plan the stuff I need mm-hmm. to do. <laughs> if I can't relax, I can at least plan how to not relax. Exactly. Thank you. You're so good at it too. I, hey, I'm perfected. This has got it down to an art, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really glad that took it out of me. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited to, uh, to be back and hanging out with you guys. So I'm looking forward to, to sharing the airwaves with some of my best friends. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see what these pictures look like for the Instagram. Keep an eye out for those. Yes, thank you to Juan Duran, comedian and a local friend, lives across the street from our studio. And he took some photos. We'll take some more next week too. But yeah, we got some more stuff to kind of promote and share our faces and whatnot. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we will be right back with the smoke break. We are here on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. Let's explore the most iconic soundtracks of all time. Let's have different topics every week with the music taking center stage. Let's listen video game music every Sunday, 3 p.m. Welcome back to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Josh Cruzan. What's up? And Mandolin Deal. Hello. And, well, your old pal Zane. Hey. Again. Hey. And my stomach's screaming. Are you hungry or did you eat something? Oh, I have nothing. I just ate one to say hi. 
Oh, okay. she says you forgot about me. You forgot. <laughs> you forgot. Well, don't feel too guilty. Uh, hey, <laughs> good segue, Zane. Thank you, thank oh, you. My thank you. And on that note, <laughs> I'm going to pass it over to Amanda. So uh, we were talking before we press record about what we want to talk for her mental health portion. And something that I've been dealing with, which has been a huge thing, I think it comes with being a... Uh, growing up religious I grew up very religious sheltered homeschooled so that whole like uh sin and guilt and shame and it's hard to navigate your adult life because if you're enjoying yourself you might be like oh I'm just being too indulgent I'm not taking care of myself and of course there's times to recognize that but I've been really coming to terms with the fact that I don't think there's really ever a time I'm trying to think about it. I don't actually know if there's a time where guilt and shame really make you as far. Okay. I don't know if it really helps you be a better person. And I'm trying to think about that. Cause some people might argue that if you guilt and shame someone, then they won't do something so, bad ever again. It yeah. depends on the situation, like stealing and stuff like that. I feel like feeling guilt and shame for that. <clears throat> I think guilt, makes you change I don't think shame does well yeah. and it's tricky because I'm because so if you do something that you're like I shouldn't have done that and you might feel guilty or feel ashamed that you did it then that's a lesson to next time you know not to do that anymore but let's say it's something that you enjoy but you're told you're not supposed to do that yeah and you have guilt and shame around it then every time you do it you feel terrible whenever you don't do it you feel good in like a moral way but you also feel conflicted because you're like okay. I don't think this is really Let's- that bad so the, you're describing two different things. So like okay. one is a, a thing that like you should feel guilty about and one is you shouldn't feel guilty about. So which one are you trying if to... If you feel personally convicted that what you did was wrong and if you feel guilt and shame, let that be a tool for you to learn a lesson to not do it again. Yes. But if other people are trying to guilt and shame you out of doing something bad, like, like people who are addicts, yeah. if you are addicted and someone tries to like tough love or yeah, yeah. talk shame. down I or like be shame. angry and shame you and make you feel guilty because how could you do this to yourself, your friends, your family, you're a horrible person. That doesn't fucking help. That puts people in yes. a shame spiral and better rather than turning their life around and getting sober. They're just going to be like, well, I am a piece of shit. You already told me that. And that just confirms whatever like guilt and shame they might have had, which is just unaddressed like mental health, which is where a lot of addiction comes from or trauma. Mm-hmm. And then that person just going to get worse. So I guess if I can put it in my perspective to kind of explain what I'm trying to say, like little things like, you know, drinking when it's, you know, not like on a night I have to work really early the next day. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm just like having fun with my friends or like doing drugs here and there, if I'm I'm doing that and knowing that like, if I do this tomorrow, I might feel like shit. I also need to accept the fact that I did this knowing that it might affect my tomorrow. But if I just say doing drugs, you mean in Minecraft, correct? Sure. Uh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But if I'm doing it and knowing, okay, I know that this might be a consequence, but I'm consciously making the decision to do it. I know that I need to still go about my day tomorrow. Then that's me taking responsibility, knowing what the consequence is and allowing myself to enjoy this evening rather than being stressed out all night, knowing that I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, no, I understand. I think it's just a blanket statement of like, those aren't helpful or it's like if someone's like doing exploitative behavior or like adulterous and stuff like that then it's like hey, shame. I, 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 think I guess it's tricky because I, I just don't know how constructive it is because 
Yes, in a way, like people, the reason people don't do some horrible things is because of guilt and shame. But also, I think that's just like your your moral compass. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't feel ashamed or guilty about what you're doing and what you're doing is horrible and people try and guilt and shame you, are you really going to feel that way? If you already feel bad and someone doubles down on that and then guilt and shames you, are you going to yeah, turn your life around? Or are you just going to go yeah. deeper just into compi- it? Yeah, compiling on to somebody. And as far as like, you know, mental health specifically to like my brain, I don't feel like guilting and shaming myself is something that has ever been constructive. I can go, that was a bad thing. Or, and I don't even like to say that. I can go, I made that decision. This was the outcome. That wasn't great. Now I know moving forward, uh, if I don't want that to happen again, then I need to avoid these kinds of situations. Yeah. But if I was like, you fucking idiot, you did that. You said you weren't going to, and you did it. Am I going to never do it again? Or am I going to keep doing it? Or if I never do it again, am I going to feel like I was a lesser person because I, yeah, I just no, think definitely that these are lessons. Behavior yeah. um, that I've done that I've felt guilty about. I definitely didn't do it again, but I also hated myself for a long time because of it instead of just moving past it knowing I learned from it and you know being happy that I'm not doing it anymore I definitely contributed to my self-hatred for a long time because of it um so I get what you're saying I know like I did a lot of drinking and drugs during quarantine because I didn't have anything else to do in Minecraft in Minecraft sure but (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) yes in Minecraft for sure um but but that (laughs) kind of that kind of guilt and shame didn't make me not do it it made me not know how to function without it and feel like it was part of me and feel scared to live life outside of it. And now if I do things here and there, I know that I'm still going to wake up the next day and take care of myself. I'm not just going to like spiral into like, well, I already fucked up yesterday. Might as well just be a piece of shit. It's that self-talk. I guess, I guess more in the sense of self-talk, guilting and shaming your thing yourself all the time for just doing something in the moment that, Maybe it wasn't the best decision in the long term, but it was something that in that moment felt okay and you did it to like forgive yourself and not just put this giant weight of I'm a bad person. And that's tricky. I think. Yeah, no, I want to hear what you have to think. I think that I think that shame and guilt, I think Brene Brown said it like better, but like there's, she basically has this idea that there's like a difference between like guilt makes you makes you want to change it and shame is other people trying to make you change oh, I it. I like that. That's good. And I th- and and if that's not exactly it, it's it's basically just that idea that like if you feel guilty it's because you're like, "Oh, this is something that like I did wrong and I need to change this about myself." But like shame doesn't make people change. Guilt no. does. Guilt shame you is- feeling yeah. guilty is what makes you change, not you feeling shame because you uh, you rubbing a dog's nose in something isn't what's going to make them stop doing it. Well, shame is a weapon, and that's why, like... Exactly, shame yeah, is shame a weapon. use it. Religion shame is the simple. opposite of acceptance. Because if you're going to say we're all sinners and, you know, God loves us, but you're going to shame someone for not doing what you think is right, you're not accepting them as a person and allowing them to fuck up and learn a lesson. Instead, you're telling them, you should have never done that, we're all disappointed in you, you need to figure it out and fix it, or yeah. we're going to kick you out of this society or church or whatever. Well, and, and That's I, fucked, because we all fuck up. And it's yeah. really hard when you're hard in yourself and I'm like learning how hard I've been on myself and that's like the thing I guess that I was trying to say with like the mental health of guilt and shame is that it doesn't do me any favors to make a decision knowing I made a decision and then for days feel terrible about it I can go that wasn't 
maybe the best decision, but it was the best decision at that time. I need to forgive myself and move on, basically. Um, I <laughs> I used to have this little thing that I would say where I'd be like, uh, um, you can either do it or you can feel guilty about it, but you can't do both. Yep. That's fair. You know, like you can either like not feel, you can either do it and not feel guilt. You know, you can either be like, yes, it's like I'm choosing to drink. Like this is like, if I were to drink today, I'd be like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this because I'm, because I want to do it, but I'm not going to do it. And then be like, ah, man, but I shouldn't be doing this. I should either do it and not feel bad or I should not do it. Well, here's the thing to do. That's tricky. Is like, let's say you're sober and there's one night you have, a drink of mm-hmm. like a celebration with friends. Sure. You can either go, that was a decision I made. Yeah. But I'm still going to be sober tomorrow. I'm not going to buy a six pack on my way home. Yeah. That was a thing I did great. Or you can go, I fucked up my sobriety. I might as well just keep drinking. Yeah. And that's the, like the thing that I've had. Yeah. Where you're just like, well, I'm, I'm a piece of shit. Might as well just like lean yep. into it. Cause yep, that's yep, the yep. easier thing. And, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And I know there's people who can't just have one drink. So I understand that's like not something you can just advertise. Yeah, well, but for I, some people that's, that's, they might've gotten sober because they were out of control. And then they're in a moment where they feel control and they can have one and still live their life as not someone who drinks or an alcoholic. Yeah. But the, the damaging thing is that like AA or religion or friends or family yeah. might tell you, no, you're not sober anymore. You're an alcoholic yeah. and you fucked well, up. And that's where that's I, not helping that person. That's where I have a, a, a bigger problem with a lot of those kind of like sobriety things is because like I am sober. I have, I have quit meth. I have quit alcohol. Like I've, I've put a lot of these things behind me and you know, the, the things that, that, that made me quit were never people being like, oh, you should quit you know, you suck. Yeah. Like that, that never, it was never somebody being like Zane, you shouldn't smoke meth. Like everybody told me not to smoke meth. You know what I mean? Not one person was like, even the person who gave me meth was like, don't smoke yeah, meth. You shouldn't do this, but you I'll know? take your money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so it, it, it wasn't, it's, it's not the amount of shame. It's not the, you know, the stuff that goes into advertising and making these people, you know, feel like shit for fucking, you know, just trying to feel good, you know, trying to, to, to soothe themselves in a world that's like just it's yeah I don't know it's well there's people who might think that like well you're not really sober if you smoke weed but I know for a lot of people marijuana is what helped them get out of really addictive destructive substances and I don't think that's fair and there's like harm reduction with you and I have talked about and I think that's important too because everyone's different some people everything is a gateway to something else just because of their personality or whatever like I'm not a psychiatrist (laughs) but I know that it's everyone is different but I just think to put this blanket statement of like well if you're sober you better not do anything. Don't even, don't even fucking smoke a cigarette or yeah, drink yeah. coffee. Some people are so intense with that that it's, you can't even have caffeine and that's a drug. And I'm just like, all right. Mormons. Everyone's got to pick their, their, <laughs> their path. But guilting people is not helping them grow or be better, I don't think. Or shaming, I guess, is what we meant. Yeah, yeah no. And like, that, like what you mentioned Mormons because I <clears throat> worked around a bunch of Mormons and um, they joined an MLM at one point and one of like the supplements had caffeine in it and they fucking love that shit. But like, mm-hmm. I, I I I, I don't I never I never talked to them about it being like so why do you think that's acceptable now but like you're still Mormon but like where does it end like what can you these these things you can get rid of and still have your religion it's like why do you even have these in place in the first place just to make you feel bad like that's shitty like yeah that's it's a built-in thing that your religion is preventing you from doing just through making you feel bad about it even though you clearly aren't having a problem with it now well and it's it it 
I like, you know, like we were saying, like there are certain things, there are certain behaviors that should be, you know, that, that you should feel guilty about and you should, that should be shamed, that you should be like, Hey, don't do that. That you do need to rub people's fucking nose. Like, absolutely. But it's like, the people who do those, a lot of those things, guilting them isn't going to make them stop. So it's yeah, point. absolutely. Like, like absolutely. Human trafficking, you can't guilt a human trafficker into stop human trafficking. Yeah, I guess, no, absolutely. I guess, I guess That's it's very true. the only time I can think of where guilt or shame could potentially maybe open someone's eyes if they're harming someone else to let them know that that is destructive to and other that people. Is when but I if have... you're, if you're harming yourself, yeah, there's this nobody's going to make thing. you. And anyone who's going to try and tell you not to, it's like, this might be my way of self-medicating. And if you tell me I'm not allowed to do this, yeah. I'm either going to quit cold Turkey and harm myself in other ways, or I'm exactly. just going to feel like a piece of shit and keep doing yeah. it. If it's yeah. someone that's like self-harming or something like that, like I'll go about it like in a, caring manner to try you to be to there love. for them. You have but to love and accept people. But if it's someone that's being toxic to another person, yes. that's when I will. Because it's like... That's fair. Yeah, that's really the only time mm. that I've ever found it useful. And I even try to like go about it in a more like... I'm not like attacking them. I'm just trying to make them aware of it. But mm-hmm. like, if it gets mm-hmm. to a certain point, it's like, you're being a piece of shit. You need to stop. Like, because I care about that other person more, like, because they're not able to, you know, stand up for themselves. So, so somebody else has to do it. Um, but that's really, yeah, the only time that I've ever... Yeah. Justified. Well, I mean, I, 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 I think that that was. It sounds like you have a lot on your mind as far as as far as that whole guilt and, and shame thing. I just don't think it's good as far as mental health. So like, no, absolutely. Forget, no. forget anyone else exists. If in your brain you're constantly making yourself feel bad. That is not constructive. Yeah. And if you feel like this is something harmful, then you should make another choice and try other things. But if this is something that genuinely makes you happy, you're not hurting other people and you have some control in it, allow yourself to be a human. You know, like if you grew up where like my parents didn't drink till they were 16. So I have a weird relationship with alcohol and I know that it can be a slippery slope. But mm-hmm. I also know that like when I have a balanced life, I take care of myself. I go to work and I'm a happy person and I can enjoy a drink. That's not bad. But there's been times where I feel like that's not OK. And I'm like, why isn't that OK? If my really? life's falling apart, I can't survive without a drink. I'm harming myself. Other people, my relationships are falling apart. Yes, I need help. I need to quit. Mm-hmm. But like, why can't I just enjoy life and be like a well-balanced person? Why do I still feel like but like you know i think no, that's no, I, okay. I, I, I totally it's as somebody who's like you know gotten sober for you know a number of reasons like i definitely have the the temptation to be like hey you know like why if i can enjoy this responsibly why can't i just enjoy it you know and, and it's tricky because your, ad, your addict brain can convince exactly. you to do things well and the the reason why i quit drinking last time is because i was i was literally i was sitting outside of josh's house and like i started feeling depressed and i was like man i feel depressed i shouldn't be drinking and i was like i think i can drink myself out of this which is like the most idiotic thing yeah. that's like <laughs> I, I don't know I'm going to yeah. smoke myself unanxious. And I've um, had times where I'm like, oh, I'm tired. Uh, you know, I should, <laughs> this is dumb. I should do cocaine. So I feel awake. Okay. now I'm like really worried. I should drink. Okay. Well now I'm too drunk. I should do cocaine. Okay. Now I need to go to sleep. I should get smoke a bunch of weed. And I'm like, what is this? All of no. this is just layers of bullshit that my addict brain is like, well, if you mix these together, it's pretty cool. But if you take it away and add this, yeah. I'm like, that's not actually healthy. That's not responsible. That's, you know, self-medicating and like right. just, justifying actions but enjoying a moment and being responsible 
and letting that be like, cool. I went to a baby shower. I got to meet some people. I had a few drinks. I ate some food. I yeah. came home. I wasn't drunk driving down the freeway. Like I just enjoyed that. That's yeah. okay. Well, it's hard when you've had it in the past with a bad experience, like when yeah. you're doing it while it, it is a bad thing. Once you're out of that, it's hard to rewire your brain to no longer feel that way about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm trying to even do. Though you, rewire know that. you shouldn't. And then like, but you're still feeling guilty while you're doing it, even though you know you shouldn't. It's just such a fucking weird, hard, yeah. like, inner battle with yourself even though like yeah you know you're being fine but yeah your brain's still just whispering like oh you're being bad and yeah that's such that is always a really hard thing to yeah and that shame doesn't it, it doesn't help you heal any more than you know radical love and self-acceptance is important and also understanding there's consequences if you want to party all night you're gonna feel like shit tomorrow you need to know that and if you work tomorrow you can call out of work but then you are creating a pattern of you being irresponsible and not taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. so it's like okay i might feel like shit but i gotta keep doing my stuff or i just won't drink tonight and i'll feel good tomorrow like you need to really think about that before you make those decisions instead of guilting yourself no matter what you do yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, cool. Well, we're going to take a real quick commercial break and we will be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. Friends of Slop with DJ Larrabee on Fridays at 7 p.m. <laughs> Friends of Slop, pop, vaporwave, art rock, yes. indie, rap, punk, Bob James. Hell yes. It makes more sense once you try it. Or does it? A variety show with theme nights, deep dives, earworms, Nebraskans, and vinyl crackle. I think you're going to like it where I'm going to take you. A two-hour mixtape made lovingly for you. It's Friends of Slop on Fridays at 7 on ShadyPinesRadio.com. And we are back with the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. I am your host, Joel Pal Zane, here with Josh Cruzan. I'm Josh Cruzan. And a mandolin deal. Hello. So, uh, Josh is going to talk to us a little bit about dealing with uh, news fatigue. Yeah, I mean, if there's any longtime listeners out there that have been through, you know, back in 2021 and stuff, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty dark and grim. I uh, talked a lot about apocalyptic events and um, just kind of, I mean, it was a dark fucking year. So it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just was on the news, paying attention, trying to be aware, and it was just all bad shit. And that's why I pay so much attention to like technology and stuff because it gives me a glimmer of hope. Um, but I've just kind of, this year I haven't really been as invested in it or just, it doesn't weigh on me as heavily just cause I've just kind of grown an acceptance of it, but also just not dwelled on it too much necessarily. Like I can take it in more passively instead of like thinking deeply about the subject necessarily. Yeah. Well, I mean, being able to take in information without letting it affect you is that's, that's a point of Zen that I'm not at. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I, I feel like it's, it's important because we need to be able to take in the information and we just need to be able to take in that information. I need to know what's going on with COVID. I need to know what's going on with the world. I need to know if, the economy's bad. These are all things I need to know. But if I let it, you know, if I, if I let it become the only thing that's in my mind, it's going to depress the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy for it to get, you get yourself stuck in that cycle of thought where it's just like, you know, you're already thinking about this one bad thing and then you see another one and you're like, how do those relate? And oh, that's even worse shit. Like, and yeah. Just kind of like the, 
he starts seeing the dark web of it and um yeah that's i i know it exists but i'm taking things individually instead of seeing it as like the grand picture of it yeah uh, which has helped a lot yeah. and i tried to replace that with like the grand web of like cool things happening like all the technologies and stuff and um you know like if it all ends at least we had some fucking cool robots and shit well, the very well, <laughs> i think it's 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 you know important to bring up too is that like you know we kind of get to choose our news cycle as far as like you know let's say if you're getting your news through fucking facebook like mm-hmm. you kind of get to choose what the things that you interact with are the things that are going to like kind of continue to show up yeah. you know so if you continue to interact with things that are positive they're going to you know mm-hmm. and i and i think it's it's cool too that you're you're balancing it out because it is important to be able to i guess uh you know, know that there's, there's is good news out there. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, cause everybody's, Oh, I don't want to learn the news cause the news is too depressing. It's like, well, the news that you're looking at is yeah. depressing. Like C- you, C- C- CNN isn't really reporting on anything happy ever. So yeah. if you ever want to be happy, don't watch CNN. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and it's, it's just, it's, it's too easy to look for bad news. Yeah. You know, like, and that's, that is part of it. Cause I, I use Google news as my thing and that's all algorithm based too, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely like, I don't click on every bad thing unless it's like something that's like, I want like a lot more context just because I'm like why why but if it's something I can glance at and like grasp it I won't click on it and then it's no longer filling me up full of those all the time yeah yeah Yeah. what about you Amanda um how how do you intake news do you intake news if you do how do you do it healthily if you don't what would you like to change um I don't really like seek out the news but social media is kind of unfortunately where I learn about stuff like how I'd find out people died or, you know, some event happened or someone makes a joke. A lot of people are making jokes about one thing. I'm like, oh, this must be a news topic. This must be something that just happened. Um, I don't really seek it out. I prefer to get my news in more like comedy settings because it can be depressing. And I know that like I I was never more involved in the news and politics than I was when Trump was a president. Uh, just because it was all ridiculous and it was all like, make in so your many face. Jokes. But it was like, that was like getting to a point where it wasn't even funny anymore. Yeah. You know, it was just sad. And so I preferred to look at it through like the comedy lens of like late night and stuff like that. But and I, I don't know, I guess that's when I was the most involved in it and just made me angry. And I think there's, it's important to like shift your focus because a lot of it is either depressing or it's supposed to make you angry or pick a side on a thing. Um, I think there's, you know, important things that happen in the news that, you know, we should pay attention to as far as like how people are treated and, you know, just human rights and stuff like that. Those are things that it's, it's too convenient to not care. And I think that's like something I've noticed too. It's like, it's a privilege to not care about the oh, yeah, news absolutely. and politics. That's why I feel like I was losing my mind when I was paying attention. Cause it's yeah. like, why is no one fucking care? Yeah. And that's really <laughs> depressing too, because you can care a lot about something and yeah. find out that like not all people give a shit and yeah. it's more important than some fucking dickhead who's like, but then there's one thing, you know, it's like people care about that. And you're like, yeah. what? That's not even a fucking thing. They just want you to be mad about it. Yeah. They want to distract you. They want you to like, you know, get on their side or whatever. So I have a complicated relationship with that. Yeah. My grandma was very involved in politics and the feminist movement. So I think that it's important to not sleep on it, but it's also important to like take breaks. And like, I like how you said, you, you know, use Google news and that kind of the algorithm picks more what you lean into. So if you're always going to look at, but be aware that it does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in a bad place and you're looking at all this shit, then when you get out of it, I'd be like, dear God, uh, I did yeah. this to myself, but <laughs> I, I can feel shame about it. 
it's tricky because even like we were talking news and stuff on the podcast, you know, previously, and I was just kind of like, I don't know, you guys tell me what, because I just, I don't really seek it out. I think it's important to have opinions and talk about it, but I also get like overwhelmed when it's something that's like so in the media that everyone has a fucking hot take on it. And it just stresses me out sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, I guess in like the, in the sense of like comedy, I can see where like, if you're running an open mic and everybody's just like, so did you hear about fucking, you know, it's like, everybody's got like a hot take on it. And that, and, and I understand it could be exhausting in that extent. Stuff that's not, has nothing to do with that person. That's what makes me angry. You know, fucking white dudes talking about, you know, police brutality or, yeah. you know, abortion yeah. rights and stuff where it's like, shut up. No one cares what you think, by the way. Like, this doesn't really yeah. affect you. This is kind of your fault. <laughs> You're not going to be an advocate. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Like, that's what bothers me, too. Yeah. So that can be exhausting. So I don't know. Yeah. It's important, like, with news fatigue to just take a step back when you're like, this is too much. Yeah. Or, well, I, I, well, I guess in my experience when it comes to, to news or even being like socially conscious about stuff is, uh, I, I have like, there was a period when I was like in high school and I was like really invested and I like, I really enjoyed like just, I enjoyed political music. Like it just, it's just the idea of being like, yeah, fuck this. Why aren't we paying attention? And if we are paying attention, what are we saying about it? Like let's, and I was so for it. And there was uh, this person who I was friends with, who was just like, well, you can't change any of it. Why do you care? And it just like, as soon as they said that I stopped giving a fuck about like, I just, I was, I was like, well, I guess you're right. I guess everything does suck and I have no control. And it just depressed the shit out of me. And it honestly wasn't until, you know, like I started making music again, that was like even political that like, I, I started to remember that like, Hey, like there was things it's important to care about this stuff. And it's also important to get that information in a way that like, it's important to get that information to people because people aren't, are going to be more resilient to it. Like if I, if I were to show you a video of police brutality, you'd be like, Oh, holy shit. I don't want to watch this. But if I were to show you say his name and you were here to that song, you might be able to connect with that message more than you were, would just, you know, like that, that straight up video of like, just yeah. Of, of violence and so it's it's I guess it's you know it's how do we get it, our, our our news because like mm-hmm. Amanda was saying you know you kind of get it through comedy like hey that's through the late night lens and you know Josh Josh kind of gets it through the, the the almost like just the raw lens of just like hey what is what's what happened this is it these yeah, are the details you know I want facts I, want, I don't care what people think about it I want to know what happened next I want to make my own opinion I don't, yeah. want, I don't want my opinion based on anyone else's opinion exactly that's and that's and that's important. That's important. I think that that way, you know, if it is brought up and people are talking about it, I know how I feel about it. Not just parroting somebody else, and um, I can possibly contribute in the little way of actually giving true information because their opinion might have been for based on exactly. Else well, and that's what happens with the news so often is that it, it becomes opinion. It's it yeah. becomes it's like this was a fact. This was a fact, and then somebody repeated it their opinion, and then somebody else was like, "Wait, was was." that an opinion or a fact like i don't know you just heard it and they're like okay well i'm gonna go repeat it and then it just it kind of just and just what people latch on to as news like the like jory and i were talking about this like the covey thing or whatever with trump that oh one tweet, yeah it was like the biggest fucking like scandal and it's like Dude. why are you even talking about this, this is yeah. a fucking type i don't like other things that are more important <laughs> this is a fucking type and that's like exactly and that's like just like what that's what people latch on to it's like how do i how why am i caring so much when this is like no one no one cares about the things I actually care about. So it's like, I didn't even feel justified in having my own opinions because I felt like they're pointless because 
that's not what people aren't going to be talking about the things that I'm even thinking about. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that you brought up the, the news fatigue. Cause it was, it was something that was like, when we started talking about it, it was, it was kind of like, Hey, how do, how do we talk about this? Because I know that like, you know, they, Amanda, because she's such an empath and I don't want to speak for you, but be in my experience with you, because mm-hmm. you're such an empath taking on things like outside of your control, like that just exhausts you. Well, and that whole, like what your friend said about like, why, why do you care? You can't do anything about it. So it's like caring so much. And then you get to a point where where you just feel numb and you don't care anymore. And you know, that's not okay because if everyone cared, it would matter. But because there's people who but don't, you're the one you that caring. cares the most. And no one yeah. cares. And I'm also just, an empath. So yeah. yeah. And then it just it's becomes like, very fuck hard. This. yeah. And it's like, cause you have such a strong willpower and voice that you feel like you have to do something with mm-hmm. it. And it's like this guilt of like, when you don't, that you're just like, yeah, I need to, I'm allowing this to happen because <laughs> yeah. I'm not speaking out against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I've, I've definitely roped it into like the people I care about. Like I want them to be aware enough and like not be ignorant just because I don't want to be surrounded by ignorant people. And like, you, yeah. other people generally don't want to be ignorant either. So it's like, yeah. I, I, I'll do, I'm not going to like force it down people's throats, but it's like nice for people to know what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you've, you've always done it in a way that like, I've, I've haven't been like resentful, like at the information where mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, I, that, that was something that I needed to know. And I'm glad that, like, I'm glad that you shared it, you know, yeah. because it's, because if I had it my way, I would find a way to know as little as possible so I could be as happy as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is a very fucking, you know, it's, it, it doesn't allow you to grow. It doesn't allow you to, it doesn't allow you to function fully in the world because you're not functioning with all the information. You're functioning with the information that you chose to have. Yeah. And that's, you're not, you're not even doing your best. Well, that's just, like part of it too. Why, like I started enjoying conversations with people and stuff is because like, I realized I didn't know myself very well. And like, as I like learn new things from other people or just events, I like grow to, know myself better by the yeah. way I react to it and the way I feel about it and sure. think about it and it solidifies my own self-image because I you know I've always had self-image issues and self just yeah. like not even like physically but just like my own personality and stuff like that yeah, no you were talking about it last week yeah so it's it's helped me like be able to understand myself better but yeah sometimes yeah like we've said you can take it too far and it's just such a it's, it's a hard balancing act caring but caring about yourself Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, caring and caring about yourself are two things that we do here on the smoke break. You can care and, and you uh, can care, but don't be a Karen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the third one is laughing. Uh, so with that, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We will be right back with the smoke break. Radio Seance. Radio Seance, where we play some songs and then make some bad jokes. <laughs> Yeah, it's a sonic journey through the fabric, fabric, fabric of time. Tuesday nights at eight. Shady finds radio with your psychic friends. And we are back with the smoke break. We are here every. Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I am your host, your old pal Zane, here with Josh Cruzan. What's good? And Madeline Deal. Hi. Oh my God, I did that with finality. Like there wasn't a fucking fourth person. Mm-hmm. We did it. Mm-hmm. Pew pew. Uh, this is the part of the show that we call the joke break. Uh, it's just a little bit, a little bit of a freestyle session. Mm-hmm. Just laugh a little bit, fucking shake off all that uh, dreary news talk we were talking about. It. Oh my God. It's <laughs> also heavy news and guilt. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> you feel guilty about the news yeah yeah. (laughs) feel guilty about that last 30 minutes um (laughs) you know who doesn't feel guilt joe biden (laughs) (laughs) 
So, where is that from? Nowhere. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a meme now. Um, it's it's official. Um, but yeah, we were actually going. To, what was the, what was the thing that we uh, we were going to? What we, we want to be when we grow up? Yeah, yes, when you're a kid, people always beautiful. ask you. Before we were all traumatized. Before we were all traumatized. <laughs> what did I want to be? My kids don't know shit. You know, and a lot of their <laughs> sounds are mean. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> they're gonna listen to this in like twenty yeah, years. Yeah, my preschoolers like, are gonna listen to this. My, yeah, your preschoolers. Well, are then gonna that be means like, their parents my... ain't shit. If it was this, okay, it's <laughs> not for kids. <laughs> it's called the smoke break for fuck's sake. Eighteen and over. Uh, no, but I mean that in like a cute way, where like you don't know who you are or what you want to be. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it takes to Still. be those things, yes. but also like what you're, what you like. The most popular things are like an astronaut, a firefighter, a cop. Those are like the most popular for boys. For girls, it's like a princess, a ballerina. It's just like okay, if you're gonna get locked in a tower and get sold to a man for money, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you're gonna get a head cut off in peasants' uprisings. Have you seen ballerina's feet? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you would see that. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the Ross, just like pure fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, of like it's well, it's you have. I, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a cool question to ask because it's like you're just you're this kid who's looking at the world and it's like you if you could be anything, what would it be? And it's like these three things. Really, you want to be a fucking cop or a firefighter? Yeah. There's, there's literally there's there's people who shoot fucking atoms down a, in a tube and do science stuff. I don't know how it's I don't yeah, I don't know how it works, but I'm conducting magnet. Yes, thank you. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, maybe, um, but yeah, there's this. It's but it's just such this innocent question, and you know, I, I think it's kind of cool when you get to ask people like, "Hey, what did you want to be?" Like, "Oh, I always want. I always wanted to do this. You know, mm-hmm. I always wanted to. I always wanted to, to to tell jokes. I always wanted to be a rapper. I always wanted to be a performer. I always wanted to. So, uh, what what about you guys, uh, Josh? I I'm most interested to hear yours. What do you think it was? Then? Oh, I think I know what it is. I Astronaut? think. Oh yeah. No, oh, aerospace okay. engineer. Okay, but that's like in the okay. Ooh, that's okay. building the close. things astronauts go okay. in. Okay. Ooh. Nice. When you were a little kid, people asked you, you said space engineer. Aerospace engineer. That's so cute, little Josh. It's because my, <laughs> my parents gave me the word for it. I was always into okay. Legos and shit, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Um, just I like building and like spaceships and I was into drawing so I just draw spaceships and stuff um, that's cool it wasn't until I learned math was heavily involved and math bores me so. yeah that's, that's just a thing when you so find out what weird. you have to do to get and there like, I feel like it's uh, part of because the way math is taught and they don't really instill why it can be exciting at all yeah um and I was supposed to be in advanced math in seventh grade going into eighth grade. Like I placed in seventh throughout the year. They said in eighth grade going into advanced math. And then we took an advanced math placement test and I fell asleep during it. So they didn't put me in it. Even though I was already supposed to be in it and I'd already got put in it. You were so advanced. You slept. Yeah. I slept through the boring basic yeah. math test. <laughs> yeah. That I knew that I, I was so advanced. I knew I didn't even need to show up to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was stuck too because my friend next to me got put in it because he cheated off my friend. So it's like this dumbass got put in it and I didn't because I slept because I uh, uh, yeah, um, but yeah, that was the big thing. That's pretty um, cool. That's pretty cool. That's uh, that's. The, I, I think it's cool that you didn't. It's not that you wanted to be an astronaut because that's fucking vague. Yeah, and I mean, and I just want to go astronauts are dumb as fuck. But back then, it's just like they're just like fucking like race car drivers into space. Like, I yeah, mean, you're like, I want to build the race car. Yeah. Do they fly in circles? I don't think so. <laughs> well, well, I I actually, they orbit. Really never mind. Because <laughs> yeah. back then, I just thought <laughs> like astronauts were like flying the space shuttle up and like dropping off a payload and then going back down, which wasn't that cool. Like, I didn't know like. The 
the ISS was still being built. So I didn't even know, like right now, like they go up and like, they like spend their whole day, like running the experiments for the people on the ground, which is kind of neat. Cause you don't need to know everything. You just need to know how to conduct the experiments, yeah. Yeah. which I think is dope as shit. Like, I wish I would have known back then. Cause I, yeah, you get to like learn to be a test pilot and then go do all that shit. And it's like, that makes more sense to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was no, cool. that's dope. That's dope. Okay. What about, what about you, uh, Miss Amanda? Well, I had like one of the classic things were like ballerina, just because I thought it was like very pretty and graceful. But I also was like not <laughs> so it was Black Widow, pretty Black or Widow. graceful. So <laughs> <laughs> I was just like such a dorky tomboy. And as soon as I was like, oh, you have to balance. Like I don't have that. <laughs> so that was like when really young, when you're like a little yeah. little kid, uh, and then still young, maybe like instead of being two or three, make ballerina like four or five. And I was like, I want to be the first woman on a, on a baseball team, not softball. I want to be the first one to play on like a baseball team. That's a cool Mm -hmm. ass. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't really play a lot of baseball. So I don't know why. I guess I just wanted to tell her to get fucked when I was a little kid. I just want to make it fucked. But instead of being, I want to do what the boy said I can't do. And that was, (laughs) 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 um, and then I wanted to be a rock star. Rock star, um, okay. But I can't really sing. Uh, but I do enjoy playing instruments. Um, but I mean, throughout my life, can you not sing? I don't. I don't feel like I. I feel like I, I can't would sing ne- around people. Yeah, uh, like I. I, I feel like I've either never heard you sing, which no, is even haven't. weirder. Uh, no, seriously, I can like. No, I can't. Around. I honestly can't think of like I. And I was like thinking about this the other day. I was just like, because you would. I, I, I don't remember what, what I was listening to, but it just it made me think about you being like, yeah, I want to sing or like I enjoy singing, but I'm terrified of it. And, da, da, da. and I'm just like, I've actually never heard you sing. I don't sing around other people. Yeah. I'll yeah. karaoke, but I'll do like joke stuff. Like yeah. I believe in a thing. Yeah. And even when I do sing around people, it's never, I know it's like half as good. As, like, I don't even know if I'm good at singing alone, but like, I know when I do sing around other people, it's a quarter to a half as good as that, I am. Like, I am so scared. Judgment and that, stuff. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even pitch my voice because I'm fucking yeah. anxious about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I was was a goofy kid, so no matter what, like I enjoy make, making people laugh and smile. And at a young age, I was kind of like, we would do homeschooled shelter religious. Said that already, but just to remind you, uh, my sister would convince me to do like prank phone calls because I would do like weird voices and characters, <laughs> and I would always make them like die laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just like they would like dress me up in weird outfits, and they would be upstairs and watch me like walk across the street four times, basically like in a square at the intersection, just like really confidently this little kid by herself wearing like the weirdest <laughs> shit. And people would be staring at me and they'd be like dying laughing. Like I was like, okay, like I would just so do whatever. Is, is that, for a is laugh. that kind of when, when, uh, you're like, I want to be a funny person. I guess I was it? just appreciated comedy and like not caring and being silly because when people care so much and don't have fun, sort of like have fun and not care either makes people laugh, makes people hate you. But then it's like, well, it doesn't affect me. It like, sounds like you're a miserable piece of shit. But I, <laughs> I don't know. I just enjoyed making people laugh. And if I can make people smile or laugh, I was like, that made me happy. So I just kind of turned into like a little bit of a clown. Uh, and then every job I've had, like trying to be that person and like in school too. I don't want to say a class clown, but just Mm -hmm. someone who can break the tension in a situation or we're all at work and it sucks. But if like we can have like inside jokes or talk in funny accents or just make each other laugh, like it makes work not as miserable. So that's when I was like, I guess I've always been that person. I never really thought of like a comedian as a career because it's not, if you're wondering. Uh, (laughs) 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 So I was smart back then. Uh, I'm just being cheeky, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, everything I wanted to be was very like kind of out there and silly or maybe not something that I yeah well I mean that's the, that's be. the fun of it you mm-hmm. know um, let's see what did I want to be I think when I was I wanted to be a fucking spy 
Oh, that's a good one. I want to be a fucking spy. Yeah. I was like, man, that's fucking cool. Was that from a movie or show that inspired it you? Was, uh, I thought James Bond was fucking cool. Nice. Yeah, it's like, yep, I was, that was like, that was the one, that was the one boy thing that I was like, I was like, fucking James Bond's cool. You know, like the everything gadgets else. are really fun. The I got gadgets some my toys that were like gadgety things. Fucking part. The gadgets were my favorite fucking part. Like that was, that was my present for Christmas every year was fucking like little spy gadgets. What was that mm, brand cool. called? There's a brand that had fucking like, spy kids fucking <laughs> they had a something. spy kids brand one but like they it was just like well. spy gear I think. Yeah it was and spy like, gear. One of them yeah. like just like green glasses with green flashlights glasses on them. Green glasses with flashlights on them and it's like night vision goggles and you're like <laughs> oh, man. they'll never see me coming. Yeah for real it's fucking Sam Fisher over here. There's this thing called Bugum and it was like a ladybug that you'd leave in a room and then it was like a one-way walkie-talkie. So essentially a baby monitor. And you could hear whoever is in the room talking. Those were spy gear branded for girls. It yeah. was literally the same uh, thing. I bet. I saw that and I was that like, was I cool. want to get that because I wanted to like put it in the room when my older siblings were hanging out and like hear what they had what to say. What are they saying? Yeah, I remember having like a listening device where it was like this cone and mm-hmm. it would, like, you could like shoot it. And Dude, like, I wonder this. how many kids heard their parents having sex because of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, I was like, I'm sure there's a lot of things I didn't witness because I didn't have that toy. <laughs> but. but yeah, I thought that, I thought spy were cool. Um, mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We're supposed to wearing these night vision goggles. I can hear and see it. <laughs> I spy with my little eyes. Something inappropriate. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I don't know. I, I I'd honestly just say that like I wanted, yeah, I wanted to be like a rock star. I I wanted to be I, okay. This is what it was. I wanted to be Black Weird Al. There we go. I wanted to be so like that parody, that's like comedy yeah, parody. Yeah, comedy. Have you par- ever written a comedy parody song? Because all your music I've is written, not. That. I had written. That sounds terrifying. That was don't what, encourage him. No, but he's all punny and no, shit. No, it's not. Like, no, Josh, have you heard so, it? Is that what you don't want me to talk? No, about? I can, it's like no, because it's, it's going to distract me. It's so good to me. I'm excited. I feel like it combines all your interests. Dude, it's, it's honestly, it's so, it's so fucking goofy because it's like Black Weird Al is what I'm saying. It's never too late. It's never too late. Well, it's. That's why it's kind of, it's like, it's weird because, um, it was like, it was like the first thing I wanted to do is like a fucking parody music, you know? And I was like, cause I thought Weird Al was so cool. And I was like, wait, you can take the words of a song and make them different and make it make sense. And and it's funny. Dude, it fucking blew my mind. I was like, this is insane. Um, so yeah, it's actually like why I like do the fucking word associations and shit. It's like, I'm always backwards engineering. I hear a song and I'm like, but it'd be funnier as if it was, you know, I don't still do that. I honestly, I threw that fucking dream uh, away. I think it's there. I teared up a little bit talking about it. Um, a single Aww. tear, yeah, came down my cheek. I was just like, eh, Black Weird Al. Um, oh, I love it. <laughs> it's great. So, Weird Zane. Weird Zane. Yeah, Goofy Zane. Goofy Zane. Yeah, it's about. Zany Zane. <laughs> oh, God, this is. Um, hey, hey. Hey, hey. I never liked this the music. Uh, like, I enjoyed Weird Al, but I was never like, oh, he's a genius, except for the fucking episode one song dude I was telling fucking Taylor about that song cause he would it's insane it blows my mind he didn't even this movie wasn't even out yet that's the ins- that's what the fuck <laughs> that's even crazier have you heard it Amanda bye bye Mr. Anakin yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's insane later now you're just a small it's product. like oh, how I the know. fuck did he get all of like literally the entire movie yeah 
like but almost he has to be in order in some weeks and stuff. But like in order, yeah. But like, I mean, in or- like even if he had it, he still had to make a fucking parody yeah. of it, and it's like in that whole fit with the same song. Rhyme, it's like it's, it's insanity. Story. Yeah, I'll listen yeah. to it now and still be blown away. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I listened to it. It was the night that Taylor didn't show up to work, and I was like losing my mind. And I showed you that song where I was like, oh, I'm looping. Uh-huh. It was like da 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 da. Yeah. It's, so this fucking weird ass <laughs> weird ass song. But I was like, I was like, I'm gonna listen to Weird Al. I haven't listened to that in fucking forever. And uh, yeah, I was like, listen back. Yeah, oh, shit, fucking really good. It's really good. It really is. So yeah. hold up. Never too late, Zane. Never too late. Never too late. Um. <laughs> so yeah, and then I guess yeah. After that, I just wanted to kind of be a fucking. It turned into like being a rock star, and then it kind of diverted into like comedy rock star. And it's like I guess I was like, they can never be the same thing. I'm like, never, never. I always keep them separate, and I do not know why. <laughs> it's because if they if it's not done well, it's fucking cringy. Like yeah. Little Dicky yeah. is like literally the example of like fucking yeah of like being a dope rapper and being a funny motherfucker like and unless you do it that well it's the same I have the same feeling with rap metal yeah you know where yeah. it's just like I like rap I like metal and uh I do not like these combined yeah um so yeah, it's tough you gotta do both really well and do it well, in a way where like, it, like I mean there's just a lot like even sketch comedy like where it's just like it has to be fucking golden for me to even laugh at it if it's just like nah, it's like, so it's cringy like, like watching SNL you hear stuff you're like what the f- yeah. Um, speaking of cringy, uh, we just hit the end of our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Bye.